Good morning. This is April the 7th, and you're listening to The Cold Comedy Show. My name is Ricky Cole. I'm your host for the day. I want to say to everyone, be safe. Keep yourselves at home unless you have to go out. Um, I'm listening to C-SPAN this morning and listen to the people who call in. Let's find out what's going on. Someone in New York City um, called in on C-SPAN and saying that his friends who voted for Donald Trump is coming around. Sometimes you want to think about these things. Um, It takes, you have to hit home before you realize that this man was not qualified to be president. That what blows my mind here, you know. Um. On um, Morning Joe on MSNBC, they was bitching and complaining. I got, yo, man, you knew who this guy was before he actually became president. But for some reason, this media, like today, every time you have them sorry press press conferences, they go and put the camera right in his face. They're looking for some hope here, something they can get out of it. But what Donald Trump does is um, bitch and whine. Um, this is your president. This is what you voted for. This is when you don't pay attention. This is what you get. When someone tells you, like Hillary said, don't put this man in the White House. Mika could call him. He's illiterate or whatever. The man don't read. A lot of us don't read every day. A lot of us. But 
When you're president of the United States, you have a lot of responsibility. And you do not give a clown responsibility. Okay? Let's find out what else is going on on C-SPAN. Stay safe in New York. This is the story out of Wisconsin this morning. The Wisconsin primary election today back on. The state Supreme Court appeared to get in the final word yesterday evening. The Washington Times reports thwarting uh, Governor Tony Evers' last-ditch attempt to postpone in-person voting in the state's election and reschedule the vote for June the 7th. The U.S. Supreme Court got involved. Later blocked state Democrats' bid to extend early voting a week after today's election. The Wisconsin court ruled by a 4-2 margin that Mr. Evers, who had issued a statewide stay-at-home order in response to coronavirus, lacked the authority to unilaterally change an election date through the executive order that he had issued earlier in the day. The bottom line, quote, is that I have an obligation to keep people safe, and that's why I signed this executive order, Mr. Evers said, prior to the court overturning his order. The story noting that a dozen other states and Puerto Rico have postponed their primary elections in Alaska, Hawaii, and Wyoming have replaced in-person voting with all mail-in voting. Uh, well, um, another thing I would like to say is that um, we better watch it. If this thing lasts for another two or three months, which we're not sure, it takes about a year to get rid of a pandemic. Um, I'm thinking the Republican Nazi Party is going to try to win this election by default. What I mean by that is claim that there was a lot of voter fraud. Um, they know that a lot of people is not going to go out and vote right now. You know, a lot of people are scared. But I tell people in these states where the Republican fake Supreme Court, I call it, because it's nothing but a bunch of rigged courts. And don't think, I would never take the Supreme Court serious, um, especially Clarence Thomas, you know, that brother, man. And the Surgeon General, damn, I hate to see black folks make fools of themselves. But other than that, um, get back to the voting. Um, I'm just saying right now, come to November, man, September, November, October, you know, those state time for the campaigning. And this virus pops back up after the summer or during the summer. I think it's going to be around for a while. That's my opinion. But just get out and vote. Put some gloves on. Put a mask on. Put a hazmat suit on. Go vote. We got to get this guy out of power. Let's find out what's going on. Head to Wisconsin. This is Randy in Madison. Randy, are you going to vote today? Thank you for everything you do. 
And um, before you go, Randy, do you want to say who you voted for in, in the presidential primary? What are the headlines from today's papers asking whether Wisconsin will be a last stand for, for Bernie Sanders? Um, he won here last time. I'm hoping he will again. Um, Biden is an uninspiring candidate. Sorry to say, I know I'm going to vote blue whatever it comes to this fall, but quite honestly, um, I don't think Biden's going to inspire anybody. He's like Hillary 2.0. Sorry. Randy. I, believe, I agree with Randy there. You know, Joe Biden is like you reach back into your trunk and you know you didn't buy a new tire and you got to put that old donut back on that's half ball and might get you down the street. That's what we're going to have to do, y'all. We're going to have to put Joe Biden in there and um, pray he don't um, try to make things normal. Like, let's just forget about everything, you know? Let's just let's just go back to the way it used to be. We can never go back to the way it used to be. We have to understand these same people, the Republican Nazi Party, I call them Nazis, right-wingers, nutcases, they seize power by lying in their propaganda machine, Fox News. Um and their other propaganda networks. But they're good at bullshit. I swear the Republicans are good at bullshitting the American people. Because if they want, you know, we don't make nothing in this country, not one thing. Right now, can't get no medical gear because it's all made in China. And they're price gouging. This is what you get when you put politics before country. Let's find out what else is going on. You're listening to the Cold Comedy Show. Madison, the story from the New York Times noting that uh, despite... Uh, everything the coronavirus has done to, to shake up the presidential campaign. Uh, Mr. Sanders had, has pushed on in Wisconsin. His campaign has more than 50 staff members dedicated to the state, has made more than 300,000 phone calls to voters, continues to use uh, its proprietary Burn app to connect with supporters. On Friday, it held a virtual barnstorm featuring Representative Mark Pocan of Wisconsin and Randy Bryce, one of his surrogates, who have both, both endorsed Mr. Sanders. Uh, as he fights to stay in the, the race, the New York Times writes, Wisconsin is an important uh, election symbolically as well. In 2016, he trounced Hillary Clinton in the state, winning 71 of 72 counties there. Jim's next out of Las Vegas. Good morning. Good morning, how are you? Doing all right. Yeah, listen, I have a little comment about coronavirus, but my, most of my comments are for the infrastructures. Go ahead, Jim. Yes. Yeah, this is the saddest uh, time for Americans the last 50 or 60 years. More than 368 people are suffering this uh, disease and more than 10,000 people have died. This is a daily shame. I think that what we should do and what our government should do, they should only ask one question, how we can save, save lives. And whatever these experts say, then the president should use his authority to implement that. That would be the focus right now. Economy and everything should go the next. Only saving lives. And that's lives, saving lives, saving lives, and that's it. Jim, when it comes to, to saving lives, do you think these now three uh, legislative efforts that Congress have, has passed, uh, the last one, a, a massive uh, $2 trillion stimulus effort, do you think that's helping in, in this effort? Do you think that the focus has been right by Congress and the president when it comes to these these big federal efforts? No, I, I can't hear you now. That's all right, that's Jim out of Las Vegas. Maybe Priscilla out of West Hills, California has some thoughts. Go ahead. 
You know what? I I was I just heard the first two people that called it. I I just you know this place looks like everywhere you look it looks like a twilight zone, and I I hear people calling it and putting down our president and it really made me angry. I wasn't gonna call in, but you know what? This is the time for people to pray and not be uh, blaming this on anyone except the evil that brought it on us. No one can do anything about it. It has no respect of persons. Doesn't matter what color you are. Doesn't matter what party you with. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor, or king or president. And you need to be praying. Don't be so evil and casting, shaming and 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 putting blame on someone. This is a shame. Still out of West Hills, California. President Trump, of course, has been. Now, that is a Trump supporter. You can't convince those people that this man is more dangerous than rat poison to this country. Reason I say rat poison, because a rat, you poison him once, he has sense enough not, you know, his relatives have sense enough not to go back and eat in the same spot where he just ate from. Um, um, you can't, you know, there may be a mad, met, a bad metaphor, whatever. But let me tell you something. These Republicans, man, they they don't get it. They listen to Fox News. They listen to talk radio. There's nothing Donald Trump can do to this country except to totally destroy it before they actually might get some sense in their head and realize that Donald Trump is crazy. Um, not too long ago, Fox News was talking about. Um, don't be afraid of the virus. Go out. Do whatever you want to do. Um, do any and everything you want to do. Don't listen to the media because Fox News knows everything. And look where they at now. You know, they got a lawsuit on their hands because they lied to the public. But, you know, you can't really fault them because you fought the public. Because some of the people who listen to Fox think like the people at Fox News. You know, um... This is the government you paid for, y'all. This is the government that you invested in. This is the government that, when you let a lie takes off, um, that's what happens. Or uh, recognizing of the threat uh, faced by coronavirus, the damage that's going to be done. It was frustrating to me because I know what he's said before and what he's done so far. And uh, what do you know? It didn't take even a day in that same press conference. Um, he started to try to rewrite what he's said before. So we're going to play two videos and then we're going to correct the record with a bit of fact checking. So here's the first. I've been this for a long time. The question is, what would have happened if we did nothing? Because there was a group that said, let's just write it out. Let's write it out. What would have happened? And that number comes in at 1.5 to 1.6 million people up to 2.2 and even beyond so that's 2.2 million people would have died if we did nothing we just carried on our life now i don't think that would have been possible because you would have had people dying all over the place this would not have been a normal life so uh there he says that's one example of stupidity as the president of the united states um One thing I, I don't, you know, I, I just really don't understand people, man. You got, um, 
Now, these are his supporters, you know. They are weird. I mean... I wouldn't be anywhere else. Aren't you concerned you could infect other people if you get sick inside? No. People that don't go to this no. church. No. I'm covered in Jesus' blood. I'm covered in Jesus' well, blood. other people who don't go to this church who you might encounter. All of these people go to this church. No, but you're going to be in places where other people... I go to the grocery store every day. I'm in Walmart, what? Home Depot, all of those but you people. you could get them sick from what happens. They could get me sick, but they're not because I'm covered in his blood. Thank you very much. Earlier, we watched as people arrived at this evangelical congregation, the Solid Rock Church in Cincinnati. This couple about to walk in with a toddler and a baby. And then there is this woman and man arriving. The woman hugs the man. That same man hugs a woman inside. The arriving woman hugs a man inside. And then she hugs a woman. Church leaders would not talk to. Back in May, I really did not have a product to offer. We have an important message. The coronavirus is not as Donald Trump has blood on his hands and he has my mom's blood on his hands. I woke up this morning and I thought about it. I said, yeah. Yesterday, Jared Kushner said the notion of the federal stockpile was it's supposed to be our stockpile. It's not supposed to be state stockpiles that they then use. What did he mean by our? Watch this video that they're trying to debunk online, and then we're going to tell the truth about it. Now, the most amazing thing is that that... A shocking new back-to-school PSA has just been released, and we are going to play it in... I was a... It's Monday, March 11th, 19... It may take it. This is our government now. That's our president, y'all. This is the government we invest in, pay taxes. That was just a sample, man. This is this is bad. This is bad. This is real bad. Um, that's someone who doesn't have a clue what he's doing. Let's listen to C-SPAN, see what's going on. Many staple at the White House Coronavirus Task Force briefings uh, likely will uh, be leading it again today. We're covering it on C-SPAN. Yesterday, the president uh, talked uh, quite a bit, uh, including about the potential of a, another stimulus bill, uh, that fourth package that uh, you've heard congressional leaders talk about. Uh, that stimulus package that he's talking well he was trying to explain yesterday but he didn't make any sense um on you know this the same party the republican nazi party the same ones who call bernie sanders a socialist a socialist because he want to give medicare and 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 universal health care to all the citizens 
and and give the, the working class an extra thousand dollars a month just to help them to get through. But Donald Trump, before this happened, he was cutting food stamps, SNAP programs, getting rid of school lunches, um, a lot of different things. He was doing bad, well, his cronies are doing bad behind the scenes, slashing and cutting the programs that help the citizens of this country. Now, the only reason I think that this stimulus crap is coming out now and they want to help the poor, because nobody's has money anymore. They're working, okay? No one's working because this virus shut down the country. Remember, he said this is the best economy ever because it was under his watch. That took his platform, his talking points, everything in his rallies away from him. But, you know, this is America, man. This is this is how America functions. Now, if anybody who's really paying attention to see that this is this this is a mess. This is a mess. People are actually dying and dropping like flies. And you can't throw money at that. You should have fixed it, the problem before it got here. You should have never, ever cut the budget to the CDC. Even George W. Bush had sense enough to know that a pandemic starts overseas with global traveling, it will get here. But when you put someone like Donald Trump, a loudmouth snake oil salesman, in charge of your country, this is what you get, a dysfunctional country. Continued discussions about what could be included. This is a bit about what the president said on that topic. You mentioned uh, Senator uh, Schumer just a moment ago. He had a conference call today, and he said that he believes that a COVID-4 relief bill will be necessary. Do you share that belief, and what would be contained? In I, I don't know necessarily, but I certainly want to listen. And what I want to do is two things. A real infrastructure, not a Green New Deal, you know, the carbon footprint. I'm not looking for the carbon footprint. We want to put people to work. But a real, and frankly, for so many years, We've let our infrastructure go to hell because we were wasting all our money in the Middle East and other places, okay? I want to rebuild our country. I don't want to rebuild that. We're tired. We've, built, we've rebuilt, if you call it that. We're destroyed, frankly. What we've done is so crazy. What we have done, the direction that this country has taken is so sad. But we're in the Middle East for $8 trillion. He's right about that. And if you want to fix a pothole in a highway, you can't do it because they don't want to give you the funds. So we want to have an infrastructure bill, a real one, like in the vicinity of $2 trillion to completely rebuild our roads, our bridges, our highways, our, our tunnels, everything. Uh, and I'm totally open to listening to that. I'm also open to listening to and, and even uh, putting forward, because we're going to be putting something forward, more money for our citizens, because they've gone through trauma. This has been trauma. This came out of nowhere. What, and I say it, and I'll say it again. We had the greatest economy in the history of the world. We had the most people working in the history of our country, almost 160 million people, far more than ever before. And then one day, our professionals correctly came to us, and they said, sorry, sir, we have to close down our country. And I said, say it again. Say it again. We have to close down our country. And... God help us. This is a virus. 
Just imagine a foreign country would attack us. Um, that man can give a damn about infrastructure. He's been in the White House now four years. It's, I mean, yeah, three and a half years, excuse me. And the damage his administration and the cronies around him and the rich Republicans done to this country is unbelievable. But you, I have to say this before we go on. He didn't do it alone. He had help. You had Democrats voting along with some of the crazy party ideology of rich man greed, I call it. Um, he, he, I, you had Republicans and Democrats feeding from the trough of greed. Greedy rich men who's writing these laws. And this is the result. That's why our government hasn't functioned for American people in almost 50 years. It stopped functioning in the mid-70s. And this is the results of it. Corporate greed by Ronald Reagan time. And trickle down came and welfare moms driving Cadillacs. All racist tones to win power. But we ignored it until they got a black president and then all the hell just fell out from the Tea Party to the Koch brothers to the Mercers to Cambridge Analytica to Project Alamo, which a lot of you don't know what that means. That means um, the Brexit campaign and the Trump campaign is, was connected, funded by a white nationalist. This is crazy times, man. This is crazy times. The entire world closed down because of this hidden enemy. No, we, uh, we're going to take good care of our people. It was not their fault. Yesterday from the White House, you heard him there at the beginning of his remarks uh, talking about the potential for a major infrastructure deal. We're going to take up that topic at 8 a.m. Eastern. We're going to be joined by Eugene Malero of Transport Topics about what may be on the table uh, in terms of a, a transportation and infrastructure deal, so stick around for that discussion. But until then, your call, your calls on phone lines split up regionally. If you're in the Eastern or Central time zones, 202-748-8000. Mountain or Pacific time zones, 202-748-8001. This is Jim out of Lady Lake, Florida. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna make a comment on a car, a few cars back. He said our president is making this as a political um, rally, and um, it's kind of a shame. When he gets his $1,200 check, he'll probably cash it and be happy with it. But if he thinks it's such a political rally and people who hate the president so much, maybe they and don't really need the 1200 some people don't need it, maybe they should give it to um, poor people or uh, single moms, something like that other than hating the president so much. Um, that's about all I got to say about it. Thank God. Right, next out of Fairfield, California. Good morning. Yes, good morning, sir. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. I was wondering, with the repeal of the Affordable Care Act, how is this affecting the cost of COVID-19? Because they had to put money into the stimulus package to cover everyone tested when under the Affordable Care Act, which is known as Obamacare, everyone would have been covered. And now they have to put more money into the health care systems 
to get every, everyone covered in addition to the 17 states that are still challenging the Affordable Care Act in order to wipe it out. And that means it will be another stimulus package that the taxpayers would have to pay for if the Republicans hadn't repealed. Oh, yeah, they were supposed to replace it also. I wonder where that is. So, so Dwight, some of those, those cases of, of some of those cases about the Affordable Care Act are still making their way through the the, the courts. When this is all over, uh, what do you think the the coronavirus experience will mean for healthcare in this country? Do you think there that there's a case to be made to drastically change the way we do healthcare? Hell yeah. There's always been a case of how to change healthcare, but they were so adamant about repealing the Affordable Care Act, all they had to do was tweak the Affordable Care Act because healthcare is going to become a problem in this country, which it already is. But if they would have just tweaked and worked on repairing the Affordable Care Act, we might not be in this situation of spending all this money now for pe- in order for people to get tested. So like large, large parts of the Affordable Care Act still in place, but there have been, you're correct in, in that there have been efforts by Republicans to, to change parts of it. That's correct. And me being in California, we still have the exchanges. We're doing okay. Everybody talks bad about California, but California kept this Medicaid uh, Affordable Care Act exchanges open. So we're okay. But there are states around the country, as you know, that are challenging up to the Supreme Court to repeal all of it. And that's going to cost us even more money. That's just something I just wanted to put out there. That's Dwight in California. This is Kenneth out of Missouri, Diamond, Missouri. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, the uh, first thing I heard this morning was a, a Trump hater. That's all I hear every morning on here, it seems like. But what I'm calling about is that uh, we have very little uh, of the virus in this part of Missouri. Uh, of course, I'm in a rural area, and we seem to be doing pretty good. And uh, I think most of the citizens around here are just waiting for the, their jobs to open back up so they can go back to work. Uh, and uh, that's about all I've got to say this morning. Thank you very much. <laughs> like I said earlier in the podcast, you can't convince a Trump supporter, man, that Trump is destroying this country. You cannot convince them. Because if they don't, really getting the news or really paying attention to understand how bad it is they don't know or they know or they just too damn stupid to realize it um this is our country y'all this is our country and before you go you talk about uh trump haters i i wonder what you think about uh the what we learned about yesterday uh, about uh, President Trump and uh, former Vice President Biden having a conversation yesterday. Uh, what that should mean to, to people around the country who have strong feelings about one side or the other. Uh, what do you think about the, those two men talking yesterday? Well, that was a good thing that they talked. Uh, you know, now I know they didn't bring anything out in public. And what I don't like about the uh, news conferences every day is too many of reporters ask these gotcha questions like you know they want to play this gotcha game and uh, that is just sickening especially what's sickening is this man people are dying in new york city and you should put you know and cutting that's sickening this morning 
uh, a story from the New York Times uh, calling it a rare direct conversation between the two. Mr. Biden uh, had offered to speak with Mr. Trump in recent days. The two connected after Mr. Biden's team renewed their efforts to reach out to the White House on Monday following a tweet by President Trump that read, whatever happened to that phone call that Biden told the fake news that he wanted to make to me. Uh, this is President Trump from the White House yesterday talking about that phone call. And I was informed that Governor Cuomo has already uh, told you and announced, he called me up a little while ago and he asked whether or not it would be possible to use the ship uh, with respect to fighting the virus. And we hadn't had that in mind at all, but we're going to let him do it. And we're also going to let New Jersey, uh, Governor Murphy, we spoke with him a little while ago and uh, New Jersey is going to use it also because New Jersey is a hot, a hot spot. So Governor Murphy and Governor Cuomo are going to be using the ship, New York, New Jersey, and uh, it's a big ship. And it's It's a big ship. It's a fucking medical ship. Of course it's big. It's a, it's a converted oil tanker. A small one. Converted, it, I think, back in the 80s. Um, they have a super tanker. They have three of them super tankers are medical ships that they converted into medical ships. Because now they got those super, super cargo carrier ships now. The super ones, the bigger ones. And I think the United States converting a couple of them into hospital ships where you can land more than one helicopter on uh, this is our president man these are the results this is what you get when you put a clown and not I, 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 I won't even insult clowns with that a fool a loudmouth fool in charge of your country this is this is this is ridiculous. This is stupid, ridiculous. Seriously, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. Um, let's find out what else is going on before I close down the show today. Now COVID, it's set for COVID, and we are going to, hopefully, uh, that will be uh, very helpful to both states. Uh, the Javits Center, which is 2,900 beds just built for our military, also is going to be manned now by the military, and they should be in place tomorrow. And they'll start sending quite a few people over to the Javits Center. It's convenient. It's right in the middle of everything. So that'll be something great. And uh, we appreciated Governor Cuomo's nice, really nice statements. And likewise, Governor Murphy. We have uh, worked very well with both of them and with, frankly, all of the governors. Uh, Vice President Pence had a call this morning with them that lasted for close to two hours. And I understand there wasn't a, uh, a negative person on the call. 50 governors. You want a headache? That man will give you a freaking headache. That is unbelievable. This is this. For all the people who voted for this man, if you ain't, I mean the ones, not the not the not the crazy sycophants, because they're not anything racist. They down with. But I'm talking about. The moderate ones, the ones who think this guy was good for the country, for their bottom line, put it like that. The ones who always said, well, hey, what about Obama? 
You man, Obama is like a brand new car paired to this fucking guy, man. This guy is an old Etzel sitting in a trash bin. I mean, I can't even come up with a metaphor. I'm so pissed off. How the hell did we get ourselves in this situation? You know, I think our country should be better than this, man. We're supposed to be the melting pot. And we're not melting. We're not no pot. We have a group of well-privileged people who would do anything to destroy this country. And from within. And, and trust me, if you don't think America is kind of wrecked, you haven't been paying attention. I'm dead serious. Uh, you haven't been paying attention. Period. Doug in Virginia, this is Donnie out of North Carolina. Good morning. Good morning. Um, that the caller before me just pretty much said everything I was going to say. You know, we've got to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Every American needs to be accountable for themselves and how they take care of themselves. This is an unknown. We need to stop the hate and work together so we can work as Americans together. All the news media, I mean all of them, they spread fear, fear, fear. We should have faith, not fear. We are a country founded on the Lord who will see us through if we can just, you know, set our sights above instead of just cutting everybody down. This country was founded on white supremacy and colonialism. Johnny, I'd point you towards Cal Thomas's column uh, in the Washington Times and and other papers today, his syndicated column, uh, saying everywhere you look, from newspaper headlines to TV alerts to those two long White House briefings, people wearing masks in public places, there's hardly any news that isn't negative these days. Stories of people not getting the coronavirus, much less stories about people who have recovered from coronavirus, are usually buried, he writes, if covered at all. This negative attitude produces its own kind of infection. He ends his column by saying, for those inclined to worship an authority higher than scientists, virologists, and the federal government, There's a song that Elvis Presley and others sang. Quote, I've got confidence. God is going to see me through. No matter what the case may be, I know he's going to fix it for me. Cal Thomas writing, let's accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative. We'll feel better, and it might have a side effect of benefiting our immune system. Cal Thomas's column, uh, today's Washington Times. On the uh, front of good news, uh, here's uh, a story, a sidebar story from USA Today about some good news in a local community in uh, outside of Iowa. Residents in the town of Earlham, Indiana, uh, woke up Thursday, checked their mailboxes, and found a gift. An anonymous donor surprised the town of about 1,400 that sits 30 minutes from downtown Des Moines by purchasing gift cards to three local businesses and arranging for the city to send them to every household. Residents of the town's 549 households received an envelope containing three $50 gift cards to Westside Bar and Grill, Hometown Market, and Trostel's Broken Branch. Uh, The cards added up to more than $82,000 spent by a donor between those three restaurants. It started with a March 26 call to Mayor Jeff Lilly from a man who said he was contacting Lilly on behalf of the anonymous donor. The man said the donor wanted to pump some money into the local economy. Lily still doesn't know who the donor was, but said if he did and social distance rules weren't in place, he'd give that person a hug. Quote, financially, it's one of the biggest things that's ever happened to this small town. That story in USA Today. Lee, Orlando, Florida, good morning. 
Good morning, how are you? I'm doing well, Lee. Yes, uh, my name is uh, Lee. I'm, a, I'm an assistant nurse in uh, Asoda Health. Uh, health. Uh, my, my, my comment this morning is uh, for the president um, is to not uh, be in the political side. It's, it's, um, it's good to feed people when you put them outside to decrease crime in the country. And it's time for us to get together and to pray, to love each other, so for us to be all right right now. I ask the president to make a um, big effort to have healthcare workers safe on the front line today. Lee in Florida, this is Christopher. What the hell Maryland. Good morning. she saying? Yeah, good, good morning. Hello. Go ahead, Christopher. Hello. Go ahead, Christopher. Yeah, hello. This is Christopher. Um, first of all, I want to thank C-SPAN for bringing us this program where we can contribute with our comments. And I've been pretty much paying attention to every, you know, everything that's going on in the discussion this morning. And uh, what I wanted to say was, you know, um, I don't hate the president. I noticed a lot of Donald Trump supporters calling, talking about people hating on Donald Trump. Uh, my problem here is, is that you know some of us knew that this, this Donald Trump wasn't really qualified to be president, and this is the first crisis that Donald Donald Trump has had to deal with. And like most of us predicted, he's fumbling everything that's going on. He's he's not qualified he's not capable of dealing with this crisis i work in healthcare, so um at the front line of what's going on you know in these emergency rooms and it, it's very appalling you have a lot of people dying and we don't have ppes you know ventilators and from what we are finding out the government and this administration was warned in advance that there was something like this coming and it never prepared themselves so we are going through what we are going through. I hope people really and truly learn that we need people who understand government. We need people who who, 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 who have experience running government. I mean, this would have never happened, you know? And I, uh, one last thing I wanted to say, um, I would love to see C-SPAN bring someone on the air who can, who can talk about um, things that we can do to to keep our immune systems up because like I said, I'm on the front line working in an emergency room. So a lot of these patients, I'm getting first contact with them. You know, are there some things that we can do to strengthen our immune system um, while we kind of go through this period? You know, thank you very much for taking my comments. Christopher, we'll take the suggestion. We'll note also that uh, we've had uh, several doctors uh, over the course of the past couple weeks uh, to come on and, and talk about how to protect yourself. Uh, all of our coverage uh, available on our website, all these segments available for you to rewatch uh, at cspan.org. Time for uh, about 10 minutes left in this segment of the Washington Journal. Did want to follow up on a story that uh, we've been following over the course of the past week. Uh, this You've been listening to bits and pieces of the Washington Journal this morning on the Rick Cole Comedy Show. Um, I'm your host, Ricky Cole. Uh, all I can say is, man, everybody be safe out there. Um, can't put the blame on the president too much. I blame the American people for thinking that man was qualified, okay? And so, 
All I can say is be safe. And we're going to get through this together. And you've been listening to The Cold Comedy Show. Have a good day. La, 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 la.